like a Lego. Would introduce you to my friends, but they dead go. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the uh, No Clue Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler. I'm Mike. This is episode 29. That's right, right? Uh, yeah. Alright, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. A <laughs> uh, lot to get into. Yeah, sports, yeah. Yeah. What, what do you want to start with? Let's go football first today, man. I uh, Redskins Redskins had a tough tough day. Yeah, man. Uh, Broken uh, tibia is that what? Uh, yeah, and and another thing. Like it was two different bones. Oh, it was a compound then. Yeah. He pulled a Paul George. Yeah, it was. I mean, it happened to another NFL legend who was apparently at the game, like years ago. Oh, like wow. like literally that same injury. That's crazy. Which is yeah, which is pretty wild. But yeah, man, it sucks. Not only did they lost, they lost, but um, the Cowboys won, so they're they're a game closer. And obvious. Alex Smith, by the way, we're talking about who. Oh yeah, of leg, course. So. Yeah. And Alex Smith has been right. around, man. He's a good quarterback. He's yeah, he is. He's. I mean, the Redskins are leading the division. He's he's a big part of that. So. And the the yeah. guy Colt McCoy. Uh, I mean, he threw a touchdown, but I, I didn't really see anything impressive. That's a Texas kid, right? Yeah. Battled Tim Tebow for the Heisman that year. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he's been on the Redskins for uh, for a while now. So. Mm. Um. Okay. <laughs> uh, shout out to um one of my favorite quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson. Got his oh first yeah, start. that's big. Led the game in rushing yards. I like it. Uh, he didn't throw any touchdowns though, or run any touchdowns, but you know, I think he had 117 yards. I think something like that. Yeah, rushing. I think he had a 150 passing. He was all right. Yeah, yeah. He played. Start. He played exactly like like I thought he would. Yeah. And it was effective. So. Yeah. Um. Shout Man, remember how encouraging the Bengals were the first, like, three, four games? <laughs> yeah. They're a fucking disaster. Yeah, they, they just don't have the the team to keep it up, I guess. <laughs> Did you see, uh, you're, you're a big first take fan. Well, <laughs> I don't know how big of a fan you are, but you you, no. you listen to it. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. So I did you see Fridays. Is that what you're saying? Um, I, I don't know what, because I usually just watch like YouTube clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, I caught uh, Stephen A. Smith was going off on uh, the Bengals coach, talking oh, about yeah. he, he yeah. should have been fired <laughs> like three years ago. He should have been fired last year. He should have yeah. been fired like before this show. <laughs> right, dude. Exactly. He just kept going. I show was so funny. That was hilarious. Yeah. Oh my! And I mean, he's not wrong. Like. They've no, been so trash. Super trash. And, like, when they're not trash, they've been the disappointment. Right. When when it matters. Like um, they act like it's Dalton's fault all the time. Like Right. When they're playing good, it's Dalton. And then when they lose, it's only Dalton's fault still. Yeah. Even though he still played good. 
Yeah, it's not really fair. He had a good game today. I mean, he wasn't too accurate, but uh, he threw a couple touchdowns. I don't think he had any picks. No, no picks. No. Yeah, I mean, something's going on over there. Dallas pulled out the dub. Uh, Yeah, on a game-winning field goal at at the buzzer. Yeah. Oh, did you see um Ben Roethlisberger with the dive? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that was not. He was playing like garbage too. I know. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I like Ben, man. Yeah, I was literally gonna say the same thing. <laughs> he does whatever it takes to win. He don't care what what's going on, how he's playing. He's just trying to win the game, man. And he, you know what I like about him? Yeah. You know what I like about him is that even if they're like game plan or just they're not playing well. Ben is so dynamic with how he could just get touchdowns. Yeah, that crazy. it's like you're all the Steelers are always in games. Always, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's underrated for that. Maybe because you know, maybe because I'm not a good football player. Well, I'm a good football player. Maybe because I don't play football. Yeah, but um, I think it's something to be said about how creative he is and uh, just the way he. He can just pull anything out, man. I, I feel like the game's never over if I have been. Right. Yeah, no matter what is what the score is, I feel like he could figure something out. But um, obviously, if he could, they'd win every game. But 314 yards, three interceptions, it's all, it's all good. Got them hey, he, that, right. That's, <laughs> got that's what matters. Yeah. If it was like that and they lost, then it would be a different story. Yeah, nobody was talking about Tim Tebow's stats when they were winning like eight in a row. Right. <laughs> New Orleans dominated Philly. Yeah, that's no surprise. They didn't have to beat him like that, though. <laughs> I mean, Drew Brees is going for records. Yeah, it's true. What you mean? You defense not good? We go feast. Yeah. Out of them the same shit. Chargers took an L. They lost to the Broncos? Yeah. I noticed it was a close game, but I didn't see the fine. Damn, that's terrible. <laughs> that's a bad loss. I mean, the Broncos are, are like that kind of. They're kind of like the Clippers. Yeah. Because their defense is so nice. Yeah. They uh, they figured something out, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, your boy, Von Miller. Yards. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> no, uh, no R- yeah. Rivers, Rivers will do that though. Four hundred yards. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Rivers, Rivers will test your your safeties. How old is Rivers? <laughs> he got He's old. same draft class as Eli. No, Thirty-six. Oh, Something, somewhere around there. He got drafted by the Giants. Hmm. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Yeah, because he replaced Drew Brees uh, on the Chargers. Right. <clears throat> He's been on the Chargers for a while. Yeah, man. Uh, your Giants were, were impressive today. For nothing, though. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't, I almost just want them to just stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> just chill. Yeah, Barkley. Barkley's having a pretty great year, but for what? Right. At this point, at this point, we know he could play. We've talked about it on numerous episodes. Yeah, uh, he was great yesterday. I mean, Tampa Bay is not exactly, you know, the most stout defense out there, but 
Right. Still, you gotta you gotta be nice to get three TDs. Yeah, Beckham played okay. It was a good um, good TD catch he made. Yeah. Um. What game? What did we miss? Oakland, Arizona. Do we need to talk about that? We also well, not really. Both of those teams are a lottery. Carolina took an L. That was bad. And that's back-to-back yeah. losses that Carolina, like, I feel bad for them. Yeah. Just because they're they're a better team than this. Yeah. So and Cam's having such a good year. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, we, Aaron Rodgers kind of choked. We could talk about that. Oh, I was from last. Yeah, that's right. During the weekend. Yeah, I'll let, I'll let Tennessee live because uh, their quarterback got hurt, too. Mariota got hurt? Yeah. He's some some with his elbow. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, they, their defense didn't have to give up 38 points, but... Luck. Yeah. I don't know, man. Andrew Luck might be a little underrated. Tennessee's trash. But Luck they had... they were coming off... Tennessee was coming off of beating the Cowboys and the Patriots. The Patriots was a big win. Right. Cowboys, I'm I'm not going to hold it out. Hold too much weight with that. But one. they were like they beat them impressively, is what I mean. Yeah, they did. They did. But I don't know, man. The Cowboys are so inconsistent. They you, no, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Luck did play amazing though. Twenty three for twenty nine, two hundred ninety seven yards. Yeah, that's good. That well, I, yeah, it's pretty amazing for Luck. The big game Monday though, man. That's gonna be huge. Tomorrow. Yeah. I can't Shout wait out for Mexico that one. Mexico City. Shout out Mexico City. Uh what else you got for football, man? That's it. Uh yeah, I think so. That hasn't started yet. Minnesota, Chicago at this moment has not started. That, that's actually a, a good one. Chicago's actually surprisingly good. Yeah, they are. Uh, I'm probably gonna catch the second half of that one. Yeah, that defense you know, they got that defense. Trubisky gets killed a lot. Why? Is he really bad? He, he makes some bad throws. I haven't he, seen them play a full game yet. I watch, like, I like to, I, obviously I don't get to watch all the games, so I go through, like, the highlights. Yeah. And, man, like, the highlights really like to show when quarterbacks make, like, bad third down throws and, like, turnovers. Yeah. And he has a lot of those. <laughs> At least yeah. bad throws, not not necessarily too many turnovers. Yeah. But man, sometimes like he's one of those. Sometimes he'll throw the ball and you're like, dude, what the fuck did you see there? Yeah, like, yeah. Because I, that's what I've noticed. A few highlights I've seen of his, he takes a lot of risks. Like he thinks he's been Roethlisberger and he's not. He thinks he's, he kind of <laughs> thinks he's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and like he's right. not that either, to be honest. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shout out Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, um, I, I also, I mean, a lot of people are picking the Chargers uh, to go to the Super Bowl, but um, I'd like to hear what they say after th- this loss. I mean, it's a close. It was a close loss. Um, field goal at the right. Chargers were coming. They won like what six in a row, something like that. Yeah, they had a. They did have a nice run. I don't remember. What it is. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. 
I think they'll be all right, man. I wouldn't hold it against losing to Denver is not like a like an embarrassment. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's get into the hoop talk. Did you see any? We didn't touch any college basketball last week. Um, because we said we were going to. I got to see Villanova lost in overtime. To who? Uh, to Fulton, I think. To Fulton. Some. I don't even know if that's the name of the school. It might have been something different. I'll check. Hold on. Uh, but yeah, man, they they was their second loss in a row. They got spanked by Michigan like two days before that. Yeah. Oh, Furman. Yeah. Furman, excuse me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Furman. They had some guys look v- really impressive. Wow. Well, we played Furman at um, St. Andrews. My freshman year, we played Furman. Ah, that's true. Yeah. Obviously, they worked us, but yeah. <clears throat> St. Andrews played uh, somebody recently, but I, we don't need to get it too into that. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Um, Michigan looks good, though. They, they do. Today. They and do. They did work Villanova, and they should have. They look good. Yeah, man, Villanova, I, I guess it's the recruiting class, but it just it's not there. They, yeah, they lost a lot of guys. What's it called? Uh, the, the dude from New Jersey that they, they got, that little point guard? Mm-hmm. He didn't even play the game I watched, and they were talking about how he was playing in games before that. Uh, so uh, they didn't I, say why. Uh, I mean, it was seed coach's decision. Uh, he was he was ready to go. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Uh, now the new top twenty-five: Duke at number one, Kansas number two, Gonzaga number three, Virginia. Number four in Tennessee, number five. Virginia does look good. But yeah. Virginia always looks good. They do. And they they play a regular season game. That's the kind of game they play. Right. Like, once it gets to the tournament, they lose, you know, they lose games they shouldn't lose. But during the season, it seems like they're unstoppable because they, it's, you know, it's cause the I think down. Honestly, I think they're just really well coached. Like, their roster maybe. I don't want to say it's overrated, but their roster is not as impressive as like other top schools. Mm-hmm. But they're just really well coached. They have a good system. Like they play awesome defense every year. Yeah, and that that clock management is crazy. Right, and they always they have offensive rebounds and stuff. They always have one guy who, for some reason, translates really well to the NBA, or maybe not. Maybe not really well, but translates to the NBA when you don't think he will. <laughs> You're referring to Brogdon? And and Joe Harris. Oh, yeah. That was I mean, time. Joe Harris started last uh, Friday. Like, yeah. Like Joe if, Harris went to Virginia? <clears throat> yeah. He did, huh? He it's f- been so long. Four years. <laughs> not, not, did he, not only did he go there, he was a four-year player. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Joe Harris. Joe Harris is whack. <laughs> He's not getting a shout out. For me. <laughs> hey man, for him to make it to the league and actually play and like do, he's like one of the leading per, uh, per shooters percentage wise. Yeah, he is. So that's impressive to me. It is. It is. <laughs> it's impressive. But I'm not giving him a shout out. That's fine. I, uh, shout out to Tennessee, man. My school. Oh yeah, right, five. right. I'm, Happy for him, even though it's only three games. But 
You planning on checking out any of the games? You gonna go? Uh, I'll wait for a good game. Okay. How many did you did you see their schedule? Are they playing like Duke or Kansas? Uh, Gonzaga is coming up. Oh, okay, um, that's a big one. But it's over the break, so I might miss that. Florida is, sounds good. Mizzou sounds okay. okay. WVU. Wow, they got Kentucky some... in February. They got some teams on their schedule. Yeah, SEC man, SEC is always. Yeah. Uh, they always got some. Teams. I'll tell you who else I saw. Not so much team because I only saw this guy's highlights, but uh, Bull Bull. Oh, yeah, I watched the game, yeah. How did he, like, I saw the highlights, and he looked really impressive, but how did he look in the game, for real? He's legit, man. He's legit. I I thought it was all highlights, too. That's why I watched the game, because I was like, yeah. man. Because I didn't think he would do that against Syracuse, because Syracuse has that, that D. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, uh, yeah, I got to watch this. Man, he was going coast to coast. He One possession, he got a block. Took it up court, shot a floater, missed the floor, got his own rebound, came back down, and uh, dunked it two hands off the you know second chance. I mean, it just no one else touched the ball on that possession, and he can do that though. He's nice. Yeah. He's skilled. That's the, that's the difference between him and his dad. You know, um, uh, Manute Bull kind of came over here just being tall, hadn't really played basketball, but he yeah. grew up learning how to play basketball. He's fundamentally sound for sure he's nice yeah man the commentators were really sucking him i'm like man he must really be killing it yeah he's legit he's legit i'll let i'll let them rock with the sucking this time i'll let it rock because he can play uh oregon as a team looks good i i i'm surprised they caught that early l to iowa iowa kind of i was underrated though a lot of times yeah because Iowa starts out unranked and then all of a sudden is ranked before the year is over, like in the top 15 every year. Like, they've done that the last four or five years. Um, But, yeah, man, they, they look tough. You saw – I'm sure you saw the Duke highlights when Zion, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the dunk that he had, the two-hand alley-oop. Yeah. That was just ridiculous. He's He's well, one of a kind, man. What do you think about him? Other than being one of a kind. I mean, the hype is real. It is. And and the more he's playing, the more it's deserved. Yeah. It's different. It's different if he lit up, you know, Army and then who else did they play? They played Kentucky first. Yeah, outside of the Kentucky game, like if they counted his three like little scrimmage games and then yeah. <clears throat> and then, like, the Army game, I'd be like, you know, he hasn't really played anybody, but, man, the fact that he dominated Kentucky just like he dominated all those other teams. Yeah, and, and this was Eastern Michigan that he that they just played. They just beat to death. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm, Dude, I'm I've never seen him. a guy that big be that, like, he's, he's springy. He is, yeah. He's, like, he's quick with it. He's not just, like, a guy who can get up and boom it. Because all the six, eight plus guys could give you a, like a tough poster, right? But man, he's he's insanely explosive, and his ability to get up and down the floor is just crazy. Yeah, he's at got the speed. Wing. He's got he's got vision, like shockingly. Yeah, I mean he's 
he's a good finisher. Like he has like creative ways of exploding to the rim. Yeah, either foot, two feet, right. one foot, whatever. <laughs> a lot yeah. of the stuff he does, like he'll finish on the way down, but like he'll take off from like the free throw line. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude, like that's insanity. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's tough. It's been a while since I've seen a kid show up in the NCAA and look just bigger, better, stronger, faster than everybody. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Like I was trying to think of somebody I can't really. Like Beasley like dominated and there's been guys who dominate, but Zion looks like he's like a step above everyone athletically. Athletically, he was a step above Beasley, but Beasley was more skilled. Yeah. But yeah, I agree for sure. And I I think like not in the same way, but when Okafor first came to um Duke and he was just so like big and strong. Yeah. Like, everyone that he and he played. was he was a tough finisher. Yeah. Yeah, he it's kind of like that, but obviously he's not he's not like Zion. Two totally different positions. He doesn't yeah. play anything like him, but at that physical physically imposing player. Mm-hmm. Okafor is probably the most physically imposing guy I could remember since, um, I mean, you know, before uh, Zion. He's like, uh, uh, and this is like a weird comparison, but he's kind of like a flawless for, like version of Julius Randle. Like, p- possible peak Julius Randle. That's what he reminds me of for some reason. You know who he reminds me of? And you, you're, you're going to laugh, but think about when he was really good. He reminds me of Josh Smith when Josh Smith was nice on Atlanta <laughs> for like three years. Yeah, the ath- athleticism, yeah. the um, uh, you know, the hops, block shots, dunks, the yeah, kind of awkward does it all. he has the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, th- I think, but I mean, Randall, I could see Randall in the half court in the NBA, but um. Because Randall tries to be how he is, so I get what you're saying. He is a flawless version. Because when Randall tries to run the floor, he does try to try to look like Zion. Yeah, he'll try to like like overpower people. And Zion is to to Zion's credit, like he he doesn't really force it as much as you would think he would. Right. You know what I mean? Because he could force it for forty to fifty points a night. Because, I mean, think, he could get a, a floater or a shot off anytime he wants. He could have a triple-double every game if he wanted to, I'm sure, for Duke. The assist would obviously be easy because they double-team yeah. him every time and they got those shooters. And that and that, that shooter kid's impressive. I, I don't know his name. Reddish? Yeah, Cam, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, shoot. man, he's he's got an interesting, he's, like, shot, but it's it works. Yeah, it's gonna be unfortunate that he's he's gonna be like the, you know, he's gonna be hard to notice. He's kind of gonna be the Devin Booker. Yeah. Back yeah. when he was with Kentucky. Right, because Booker had who Murray and Towns. Yeah. There too. Right. That'll be this kind of situation as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I've been telling people that I was comparing him to. Josh Smith and I usually get laughed at but if you did people who remember Josh Smith when Josh Smith was an all-star when he was leading the league in blocks for a year they know what I'm talking about I think Zion could be like that like early in the NBA 
But I don't want to talk about him in the NBA yet. I'll give it a little bit of time. Let him play more competition because they will. Yeah, let's let's see how he looks as the season goes on. Let's see if he stays on the floor for the whole season. Is this from this early? Is is this the best college team you've ever seen? As I mean, is it as good as people act like it is to you? I don't know, man. I, Kentucky is the only like real game that I've seen from them. That's right, right. I want to wait for at least like two to three real games before I say anything like that. Yeah, I feel you. I don't think they are. And I've watched. I didn't watch the last one, the Eastern Michigan. I watched the mm-hmm. other two games, the full games. But I, I don't. I think John Wall and Cousins Kentucky team would blow them out. Okay. Yeah. I well. I don't know because I mean, they're not as stacked as people act like they are. Because the thing is, the other players are better because of how good Zion and Barrett are in reddish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when Zion goes to the basket and they collapse, everyone is open. So guys who normally aren't like, uh, you know, guys who can create their own shot get open. Like I don't think, um, Jones, Tyus Jones's brother. I don't think he's very good personally, but he's going to look good because he has all these other players that he'll have good assist numbers. He'll get open threes and, you know, so on and so on. But they're not as stacked as that Kentucky team, that John Wall Kentucky team, even the Towns and Murray Kentucky team. Bledsoe, too. Yeah, yeah. Bledsoe was there. Um, Patterson was there. They had the squad. I don't think they're that stacked. I don't think everyone on this team is going to be in the NBA like that team was. All The whole starting five went to the NBA from that team. Right, and they're all good players. Well, most. Yeah, they're four out of five. Right. Who was the third? Who am I missing? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Well, it was Daniel Orton was on there. And Liggins, Liggins plays. Oh, Deand- DeAndre? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was there. He might have been a starter. Yeah. Because I, th- I think... I don't remember who, how they went with the small forward. I think it might have been Liggins and um, those guys. But yeah. Um, and Liggins gets some minutes in the league still. Uh, and then... Um, that D- I think Darius Miller played there for a long time. He's like one of the few that graduated from Kentucky. Darius I think he been Miller. There. He's still he's on the Pelicans, right? Yeah, I think he might have been like a freshman when Wall and those guys came in too. But he was he stayed. He didn't come three to yeah. the league. Okay. Um. Yeah, man, they're, they're good though. They're good, really good. Uh, I don't want to harp on Duke the whole podcast though. So. Um. Kansas is tough too, though. That kid, the freshman, I think Grimes, his name is. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to see Kansas, so I don't know. Yeah, they're tough, man. Watch out for uh, Kansas. I haven't really seen any of the other big teams. Saw Syracuse, I'm not impressed. Saw North Carolina, I'm not impressed. One of the weakest North Carolina teams I've seen in a while, like roster-wise. Yeah, I think so too. The fact that uh, Kenny Smith Jr. is on there is Seventh ridiculous. Woods is still on there. He can't get any fucking clock. He's That's been playing. Aw- 
Has he? He played a little bit. Yeah, he had like oh. a. I saw him have one dunk a while ago. That's one of the great. games I, I watched, but not a lot though. Yeah. Took him. A, took him a while. Yeah. I, yeah, they're not very good, man. He's name. Usually they have names like. Yeah, like there, wh- where's you know the like names. the Harrison Barnes or like the that fun like sound athletic big man who just dominates like. Dude got all of them. You're right. <laughs> May doesn't dominate, but they act like he does. <laughs> <laughs> I could just picture some of the people like over there <laughs> acting like that. The, the North Carolina homers. Yeah, yeah. They act like, yeah. Uh, the, no, the, UNC, the UNC faithful. <laughs> yeah, he's trash. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm done with college basketball. <laughs> you you ready for NBA? Yeah, that's a good transition. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Um. All right, man. What, what we what do we need to touch on first? NBA. Uh, what we need to touch on. <laughs> what do you want to touch on? The Wizards. Yeah. We're uh, talking about them every episode. <clears throat> No, because this is gonna be the last one. <laughs> I'm I'm done letting letting like the little cheeky three game win streaks convince me that they're gonna figure it out. <laughs> I've seen enough. We're getting we're getting to a point. We're almost at like a fifth. or um, getting to like a quarter of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and man, they they can't play any fucking defense. Right. Whether it's it's just when when Joe Harris touches the ball and routinely finds straight line drives to the basket, you're not gonna you're not gonna win a seven game series, like let alone win forty plus games. Right. If you can't stop routine role players from doing whatever they want, if you can't stop D'Angelo Russell from coming off a screen and just picking you apart all fucking game. When you're John Wall. Right. When you have, you know, an all-star, yeah. perennial all-star point guard. At a certain point, we just got to acknowledge that they're not a good basketball team. Yeah. Now, if if they turn it around and win, you know, 10, 15 in a row, that's different. We'll bring them up again. But unless they <laughs> win, like, wild. unless they win eight-plus games... I'm I'm done discussing them. Other than the the casual like, yeah, I saw them get killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think needs to change? What are your top three things? If you could pick it, three things, what do you think needs to change for them? I mean, they have to figure out their chemistry, man. It just it looks awkward. Like today's game, there was just moments where, like. Markeith would come to set a screen and Wall would come off too early so Keith gets called and you could see he's clearly mad at Wall for going too early. Right. Like and and that and like he lingered on being angry about it to the point where his man scored then he like played all he turned it over or something like things like that just need to be erased. Why does Dwight only played 7 minutes? Did he get hurt? I'm assuming so. I didn't start from the very beginning. I haven't seen him since mid-second quarter. Oh, okay, yeah. It's not over yet, though. I mean, they're not getting killed still. 
No, they they weren't they were getting killed. The star uh the the scrubs have kind of fought back. <laughs> right. But um yeah, okay, man, so they're chemistry. they're just bad. Chemistry is probably the biggest issue. Uh, what do you think they need to change to change that? Like, leadership. Okay, yeah. I and like that. and there's one and a half to two possible names that come up. Yeah. Because you have that like you have a, a veteran like journeyman giving you good minutes. Jeff Green is doing good. Like Yeah, yeah. is not playing terribly. No. Uh, you got other bench players who are contributing, but I mean, you got to start from your best players, right? And and Bradley Beal was the one getting fucking walked by by Joe Harris. So, <laughs> right. like, what's going on with that situation? Right. Yeah. Jeff Green has thirteen rebounds off the bench. That's why he started the second half. Oh, okay. Which I like, which I think is a cool move. Yeah. It must but, be because Dwight's but, hurt, too. But, yeah, man, like, I'm talking about Joe Harris lighting us up. And, obviously, if you, if you take that and then you say, oh, the Wizards are playing Portland tonight. What is Damian Lillard doing? Eating, of course. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. He eats every other night, so. And, and like, just another thing from, like, a, a like, this isn't even a complicated basketball thing but when you get beat on a backdoor cut eight plus times in a game <laughs> yeah. s- somebody on the coaching staff has to go right <laughs> yeah i mean like come on They're like not watching the game in that case and i'm not even watching the game from the beginning i've seen like six to seven times guys just get i mean nurkic has nine assists i'm pretty sure of all fucking backdoor cuts like that is insanity to me. Yeah. Like I coach for like I'm coaching right now as a job. Yeah. And and I'm coaching children. And they do a better job of like not like picking up fundamental skills than some of these professional basketball players. <laughs> right. Like dude, CJ McCollum scored 3 to 4 times in a row off a of backdoor cut. That's wild. And I he's mean, not even very athletic. Right, so I just I'm done with talking about them for for probably the rest of the year because I really can't picture them turning this around. I think within the next two weeks, this is my prediction. So thirty four, forty five, within the next three weeks, I'll say month. Within the next month, there will be big news about the Wizards. By by like, the change of the year. Yeah. Okay. Before before 2019, or you know, between now and 2019, there would be a big change on the Wizards. I don't know what it's gonna be, but whether it's a hiring, firing, whether Chrissy Tolliver is the head coach, she's the assistant coach now. <laughs> Maybe she needs to be the head coach. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> uh, whether it's a trade, a big signing, I don't know. Whatever. I think something's going to happen before 2019 because they can't keep doing this, man. This is ridiculous. If they don't make the playoffs this year, I I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> and I'm not even like a major Wizards fan. I like them. but Yeah, I'm going to see them uh, play Brooklyn in a couple weeks. 
And I was, okay. I was when I first got the tickets, I was excited because I was thinking, oh, I'm going to see an easy win. But clearly, that's not the case. Right. I, I, I cannot talk about that Brooklyn game enough, man. Like right. I, I was, I was at a party, and the the party hadn't started because the game was pretty early. Mm-hmm. But like, there's people watching the game with me, and like, they they will tell you, man, I was fucking screaming. I was getting so mad. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, bro, I support. I've supported this franchise for so long. They they owe me better than that. And I know it's bullshit for me to say that because I'm a fan, and what the fuck do I know? And like. What the fuck do I deserve? But I feel like they owe DC, like, better. Right. I don't know, man. Not really. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> next team. Who, who, what we got? Lakers? Yeah, let's talk. talk we, we can talk about them. Um, they got spanked the other day. or I think yesterday, maybe two days ago. Did the ma- the magic beat them too, right? Yeah, they were the ones who spanked them. Yeah, you, the thing is, I, the one thing I don't like about LeBron, I I don't want to sound like a hater f- for those who already think I am a hater. <laughs> okay. You know, here's here's fuel for you guys. <laughs> I I don't like you know in some games LeBron gets that like business mode where he's like on a mission to win the game. Yeah. And like he's that has that serious face all the time. Yeah, I love it. I love that LeBron. But it doesn't happen every game. It rarely happens. <laughs> or it only happens on like like I don't know if he does it on purpose on every televised game, but it definitely happens on most televised games. Some televised games it doesn't, but most of them it does. But then the next very next game, they'll lose to a team they have no business losing to. Right. Um, the 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 reason I give them a little bit of a pass for the the fact that they're inconsistent mm-hmm. is because they still haven't really like fully figured out their rotation. Yeah. And and it's still early. Yeah. Like it's still early enough to because of the rotation and they've had some guys hurt and miss time. Yeah. So like. I wouldn't overanalyze it, but I, it is frustrating because LeBron, it, that's been a known thing with LeBron. But but look at this. He's taken 26 shots tonight, right? The game isn't over yet. He has 44 points, right? I saw he had a big first quarter. Yeah, he has 44 points, 42 points in the first three quarters. The Portland game, he had 44, 10, and 9, almost a, you know one assist away from a triple-double. Yep. 19 shots. The, so he's had 44 points twice in three games. With that game in between, the worst team out of the three teams, right? Miami and Portland are both better than Orlando, right? We can mm-hmm. agree on that? Yep. He only has 22 and four rebounds in only 26 minutes. And 19, he also took 19 shots. Um,. They weren't like getting beat to the point where he was like, you know, let me just let me just sit out and I'm not even going to play the rest of the game. Like he easily could have kept playing the game. They only lost by 13. I I just don't you know, when 
obviously when we talk about the greatness, and this is the same thing everyone always says about LeBron, but I'll just say it again. When we talk about the other players that you put his name next to, they would not finish the game with only 20 points and lose to the Magic. Yeah, and, man. You I, know, I, take less than 20 shots and you're the best player on the team. I just, I just think he, I really think he does not care about the regular season, man. I feel like he, I mean, they're what, nine and eight. I think they will be another game better today, assuming they don't choke, which they might. They're eight and seven. Yeah. They'll be eight and eight today. I mean, I mean, nine and eight, nine and seven. They'll be nine and seven. Yeah. They're on a, they're on a good enough record where they don't need to panic. Um, Where I think they're okay. If they get the AFC, they're done. It doesn't matter when you he really, wants to you, play. I, I think they'll pick it up enough to be better than the eighth seed. Hey, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm just saying if they do. It, I would think they would pick it up to not be out of the top eight now. I mean, yeah, when, when it's tough, first, man. their first couple of games, I thought they'd pick it up and be out of the bottom eight, but they're not yet. They're just going to today. Well, I think some teams started, like, fluke hot. Yeah. Like, I think uh, Denver was, like, 9-1 and one at one point. Yeah. So. There was, there was something ridiculous for sure. Yeah, and there, there are a couple other teams that I think will fall off a little bit. I think Portland could fall off. Yeah, I think Memphis will fall off. Uh, San Antonio, I feel like, has a pretty good record, right? Nah. <laughs> oh, they don't. In LA. Yeah, they're seven wow. and seven. Wow. Oh, they haven't played too many games, I guess. No, they haven't. Yeah. But um, dude, I think the Lakers will be fine. Honestly. I don't know. The man. the more the more I see them, like, I feel like LeBron is just taking his time. He's playing it out. He'll get them the the games in the games they need to get. Uh, and I think it'll just be, they'll just get better and better. Uh, you got confidence in him, man. I don't have confidence in him. I have confidence in LeBron. Yeah, but LeBron can't get 50 points. And then, you know, he can't lead them to win every game by getting 50 points. Did did he not walk the Cavs into the finals by his lonesome last year throughout the playoffs? Cavs had a lot, a much better team than the Lakers, though. They had a much better team, but did guys play much better than some of these Lakers are playing right now? <laughs> it's not about them playing better; just the threat of the other guys are better than the Lakers team. I don't know, like, man. You have to. You can't. Even if, no matter how bad Jr. is playing, you cannot leave Jr. wide open. Like no matter uh, what, because Jr. will drop thirty on you in a half if you're not playing him. No one on this Lakers team am I really worried about winning a game for me other than LeBron. If you think about it, name one other player on this team that you think is a serious threat that could lead the team in scoring a game. Hmm. I got to think about it. LeBron could get 20 and JR could get 25 and they blow a team out. I mean, and then... I, I don't know, man. I think you're just picturing like what the Cavs could have been and were before. But the Cavs I watched in the playoffs 
Oh no, they, they played like garbage. I'm not saying they didn't play bad, but I'm saying the threat, if I'm on the other team, yeah, watching, I would say, yeah, they play like trash. I'm not going to go out there. But if I'm playing them, I'm not going to leave JR open just because I thought he was playing bad. No, okay, but I, I think you have to play the, these Lakers. I mean, it, yeah, but I'm saying I don't think anyone is a threat to beat us. JR could beat a team if LeBron is playing just okay. Okay, just I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll agree that the Cavs players are better. Yeah. And like more, more, you know, they have more of a reputation. But I think these Lakers, you still have to play them. I mean, I mean, Kuzma's an encouraging player. I think Kuzma's Lonzo sure. is not playing that awful. Like he had a bad game a couple days. I think the Orlando game, he was pretty bad. Zero points. But besides that, he's been playing better than I thought he would. Uh, you thought he was going to just not exist then yes <laughs> that's exactly what i thought because he's not playing good but he's playing better than i mean what is he supposed to average with lebron there i don't know i don't know i don't know what i don't know why they even have lonzo so i can't tell you what i think he's supposed to average dude i really think they're they look awful and they're what like you said eight and seven about to be nine and seven yeah so I really, I mean, can they get worse? I don't think they'll get worse. And I, I wouldn't, I'll tell you what, I don't, wouldn't be surprised if they scooped some random free agent like a Monte Ellis or somebody to just help them make extra plays. Oh, I, I believe that too. If they do that, that's, you know, they're a different team. But this team right here, yeah, I have no confidence in. No. Okay. Not yet. It, but I do think they can make changes for sure. But... With what they have now, I think they got a long, a long way to go. But um, again, it's a long season. We, we'll we'll talk about them more, I'm sure. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you this: Do you have another like topic from like games to, to talk about? Um, uh, Kemba dropped sixty points. Oh yeah! Shout out Kemba, man. Man, right on cue to too. I was. Yeah, and he and he was kind of his fault a little bit. He he did kind of mess up at the end. Yeah, but he outscored his own team. So yeah, if anyone else scored one more basket, it wouldn't have been his fault. You to know? be fair, Jeremy <laughs> Lamb had a pretty good game. Yeah, he did. Shout out Jeremy Lamb. That that little when he had that and one on uh, Embiid, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, think I thought I, I thought they were gonna close it out after that. So. And, yeah. and props to Jimmy Butler. That was a f- I, for those again for those who watched the game. Jimmy Butler was like he really did nothing. Yeah, I mean it's quiet. Uh, He's quiet. He had the quietest fifteen. Po- I mean he had the quietest twelve points, and then he had th- three of the loudest, most important points uh, right. in the game. But yeah, man, the, um, it looks it looks like a good fit. Ben Simmons played amazing this game. I mean, that game. That Ben was the difference to me. He was I mean, Jimmy is always gonna give you what Jimmy gives you, but Ben having twenty three, eleven and nine, that that's big. I, I think that was the game changer because he doesn't do that every night. He could, but he doesn't. And Jimmy always gives you buckets, you know? Um, if they can get Ben to play like that on a consistent basis, they're going to be, you know, they could be really tough. JJ played good. 
He started Mascala. Yeah, that's I, I noticed that too. That was a rough, uh, a strange choice. Um, he's a capable player, though. I guess for size, maybe I don't know. Yeah, he he, he does look pretty pretty tall. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's talk about the Warriors real quick. I thought I, I thought we would. Yeah. We might go a little bit over time for sports because we don't have a lot of music anyway. Right. Um, how good would the Warriors be without Durant? I mean, obviously the drama, right? We're, we know about the drama. We know about Draymond. We talked about that last time. If Let's say Durant did leave, right? Like he said, you know, that's why I'm out. Uh, how, you know, what would that do to the team? Are they is the dynasty ruined because of Durant leaves? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't think so. They've they've Tell become. He's he's become. Uh, Durant has plugged up a lot of holes that they got because they got him. Right. They they haven't had a good big man since Durant got there. Right. They, they and now, matter of fact, they've had a garbage big man since Durant's been there. And they Durant, now, though, waiting. Well, you know, waiting. We haven't seen him yet. Yeah, but but you know I'm who sa- he is. Oh no, you're right. But I'm saying, like, Cousins is probably probably not going to stay, right? Well, let's not go there. Just talk about okay. the team right now. The team that's playing on the court right now. I think their their front court and honestly their back court depth is weak. Yes. Uh, like I think that's why they've been getting killed because they r- play like extended minutes for guys like Jarebko. Right. Guys like guys like Looney. Like I don't care what advanced stats might say about Looney. He, he's not good. Yeah, I don't think Jarebko is bad, but Looney, I, yeah, is trash. I mean, we know he's not good. You know, and Jarebko and, and, at least has had quality minutes on another really good team. And know? I'll tell you what, man, the age is starting to show on some of their rotation guys. Like um, Iguodala has been Livingston. is getting banged up. Livingston hasn't quite. He doesn't look quite as as springy as he used to. Right. Um, yeah, man. So the depth is probably the biggest thing I would notice from them. Right. And they're not as dominant defensively, I feel like, as they used to be. I agree with that for sure. I just, I don't think, like, Durant kind of covered for the fact that they fell off as a defensive team. Mm-hmm. Because this 73-9, and nine, like, that, those two years, I mean... Yeah. They were strapping. They were the number one defense in the league. Yeah. So, like, that's a big loss to go from number one to, you know, average or maybe slightly above average. Yeah, and Barnes was a big, a good defender. You know, I mean, they knew he was a really good defender, but he's underrated for his impact on defense when he was there. Barnes was just a quality player. I, I still think he is, obviously, but... Yeah. But yeah he would He would hit the... He would hit all the fancy passes Curry would give him. Yeah. Like, he would guard his man. He'd, he'd get you 15 to 20 if you really needed it, I feel like. Yeah. And, I mean, they had some 
I, I totally agree with you about the role players. Their role players now are not they're not good at anything. And and when I say that I mean when the role players for them now come in, you don't know what they're gonna do. Like I don't know what McKinney is good at. He comes in and he just like I don't know why he comes in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when when um uh I'm trying to think of someone. Uh like when Kyle Korver comes off the bench and comes in the game, you know exactly what he's coming in the game for. Yeah. I don't know why people on Golden State come in the game. Like yeah, and it's and it's funny to me. Around. Yeah, it's funny to me because they run the same shit that like Curry and Thompson run, but yeah. you you see the difference between you know what happens when two of the greatest shooters ever run those plays and a couple of regular guards run those plays. Right. Yeah. Like they, you like you said, they're just running around. It just looks stupid. Right. And I even think in the past, when Azili came in the game, you knew Azili was going to play hard defense, get some block shots. He was and, strong. And they like need a, do the same thing every game. They need like a in a, like a guy, for example, Gortat. Yeah. Like a cheaper Gortat, which is is tough to find, but. A quality center that just hits the boards, that doesn't get bullied, like an Aaron Baines. Chandler would have been nice for them to have. Tyson Chandler would have been perfect. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. They do like need they, someone like that. They play they these like to. these like I'm sorry, Jordan Bell is not very good. No, he's Looney not. is not good. They're the other center that they play. He's not good. Um, Damian something. Jones, Jones I think. Jones, yeah. One of those. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, man, I think their rotation's just not there. Right. And when McGee came in the game, you knew what he was doing every right. game. Blocks right. and alley-oops. If he did nothing else, he'd get one of those. So that, I think that's the big problem with them. Even Swaggy P. When yep. Nick Young came in the game, you knew he was going to come in and start jacking. And that's fine. But they knew it was coming. Like, these guys, I have no idea. I don't even think Kerr knows what they're going to do when they come in the game. They just come in and just are there. It just to they're really only there to give the starters a break. And that's not what they've done in the past. Their players have come in to do something with some specialties instead of just giving the um starters breaks cuz that does nothing really for the game. It doesn't help you, it hurts you if anything. But I and you made a good point. The reason why I didn't let you keep making the point is Cousins not staying there. If Durant does leave, they have a lot of money. You think they choose to invest it in a guy coming off a torn Achilles? No, 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 no. I'm not saying. I wasn't saying Cousins. I'm saying I, I wasn't going to let you talk about the uh, fantasy until I got to it first. Okay. Because if Durant does leave. They have like $40 million from Durant's contract to spend on other things. They could get run really good small forward and then, you know, enhance their whole bench with one Durant contract. Yeah. You know, they're not going to get a top five player. They could, you know, they could get Kawhi next year if they wanted to, if Durant left. So I don't think... I know they're talking about Durant leaving is going to devastate the team. I don't think it's so devastating that I think Durant can be replaced. You know, point. you know what I think. I, I said the dynasty ends kind of dismissively, like they would suck. 
And like, I guess I'll, I should phrase that better. I don't think they'll fall off the map. They just I, won't be. A I just think they're team. yeah, they're not gonna be a dynasty. Right, I got you. I mean, and shit, they'll be top five in the West still. Uh, I mean, Curry, Clay, I think, and they're they have a great like, they have a really great culture there. Yeah. So I mean, and obviously they could get free agents. So. Yeah. I think I think they'll continue to get some of these guys, especially like they're always going to be able to find like a end of career guy who wants to come in and just like help out. Like West. Yeah, like a David West, like any anybody like I think a lot of guys will be like who will want to go there. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think they'll be okay, man. I I really Durant leaving is like it would suck for them, but I wouldn't, you know, freak out completely over it. That's what I'm saying. People are saying now, like, you know, I, you've seen it. Durant leaving is going to ruin the team. You know, they'll never yep. be be the same. They'll never come back. Durant is this. I don't, I don't think Durant's impact is all that unbelievable. I mean, they went from a championship, seventy three and nine, and a loss in the championship to getting Durant and just winning it. You know, winning one more game than they did without him. Yeah, and I think if they lost him, I mean Curry's already leading the league in scoring. I mean it's not like Durant is carrying them in any way. They can get another person to come in and give him nineteen, twenty points. It's not that's not so unheard of in the NBA. You know, um, Hardaway Junior is averaging like twenty seven points a game. Right. So I'm getting another score. They can do that. That's not that hard to do. And Durant, other than scoring, Durant's impact isn't so um, ridiculous that I think it really would even affect the Warriors as bad as people act like it will. Obviously, it will affect them because they're losing an all-star. Every team that loses an all-star will be affected, but not well, so Well, I don't want to discredit. Not a catastrophe. Yeah, it's not a LeBron situation. No, no, no. Like, this is a franchise. Like, Miami... Miami lost LeBron, and they were still a team, a respectable yeah. Eastern Conference team. That's what I mean. The Warriors will still be a favorite, so obviously they're going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Dynasty, I don't know about that. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I mean, shit, yeah. I don't know. Jay, Jay Cole might break out and start hooping over there. You might not need Steph Curry anymore. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, man, yeah. and Curry's such a phenomenal player, man. I think if he needs to carry, at least yeah, on off, at least on offense, I think I really think he can. Yeah, because he he doesn't even get as many assists as he did before Durant got there. Right. Because Curry used to average like nine assists or eight at least, but now you know he gets like six, five. Because Durant holds the ball when he scores most of the time. Yeah, and a lot of Durant's plays are like. Like, they're good setup for ISOs, but they're still set up for ISOs. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Um, I wanted to talk about unicorns, but we could save it since it's, we're right at the half point. <laughs> okay. You want to just talk about it anyway? No, we could save it. All right. Uh, I don't have a transition. You got a transition? Oh, wow. Caught me off guard. 
No, Man, I, got I, one, I got one. I got one. I okay, got one. cool. Did I play something off of uh, Day's EP last time? I think I did. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, <laughs> not not giving you a gem that that I've already given. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I played Smino last time. All right. Oh, yeah, okay. I got one. I got one. Okay. I got one. I'll get one ready um, for later. Yeah, man. This is um, off Day's EP. Fireside has all the features. I talked about it a little bit last time, but man, I mean, at first I thought I only liked it, but now I'm hearing more and more people are enjoying it, and uh, it's starting to get some, um, starting to get some love, man. Uh, this is, uh, I'm trying to think of a song I want to play out here. This is uh, 18 months with, no, 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 no. This is Tell Me with Vic Mensa. Okay. Visitors allowed in my cage. I got ranked like I'm shy, but that's why niggas stay behind shades. I got blame behind these products, and I got shame behind my rage. Never let them see sweat. Rag on my head like my God bless the dead. Hit him in the ribs as a kid. A lot of shit changed since then. Seen real niggas do fit. Seen phony niggas get bread. Put some on the bucks from my crooks in the county. You ain't one of us. Get the fuck from around me. Money on my mind, so I look like a bounty. 12 jumping out on foot to surround me. AK hold me. AK loaded. Young Fresco got a Mac like gold. Call him Mo, he'll whack your homie Violent thoughts, I'm sad and lonely Hiding soul, trying to average on me Like a nigga ain't God level Go through the nail with my demons I'ma raise hell till I'm on God level Somebody Tell me what to live for Yeah, that was uh, they uh, tell me featuring Vic Mensa. Yeah, uh, 
I didn't want to play the other song I wanted to play because I heard someone else play that on their podcast, so I didn't want to do it. Hmm. Um, all right, man. Well, let's do the the one big one we both uh, heard. You want to get into it first? Yeah, let's get it out the way, man. You don't sound too excited. <laughs> you go ahead, go ahead with what you what you thought about it, Anderson. Pax Oxnard. Yeah. Um I listened to it a couple times, man. Uh it's it's tough. It's one of those he's one of those artists where he's such a like he's such a hybrid where yeah, he's a rapper, but like he's he sounds so different from like a typical rapper. Yeah. That you want to put him in his own like qualification almost yeah he he, he kind of is yeah and and the problem the problem with guys like that and there, there's there's a lot of artists like that and a lot of them are really like interesting and, and he is one of them i think for for like people i think but you get a lot of you get a lot of hits with guys like that and you get a lot of misses and i think the big problem for me is and I've experienced this with him before, man. Mm-hmm. He's, for, just for my ear, he has a lot of misses, uh-huh. and just tracks that. Just to me, just I didn't, I didn't really feel the sound. You know, I didn't enjoy the sound. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. I, I mean, it was a cool album. I think it's a good, it's good length. I didn't think it was too long. Um, the ending is a lot better. I really like the last four tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, all in a row, man. The features all did pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. But just in terms of like, like, there's not a lot of replay value for me. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. What did you think? That's that's kind of my big picture takeaway from it. Yeah, man, it, it was disappointing to me, man, because I I really enjoyed his last album. Um, I play, what's I his, still play it a lot. What's his last Malibu? one? Malibu. Okay. Yeah. That was a good album. Yeah. Malibu was was really good, and Oxnard. Um, for me, man, anytime an artist names the album or like uh, makes an album in honor of their city. It has a hard time connecting with me. That's just for me. Like Astro World was probably the first one in a while that you know was about the city that ended up being good to me. Like this one, um, Oxnard is where he's from, so I felt like he this one meant a lot to him. And um, it seems like they overthink when they do that. That's what I guess is what I'm where I'm going. And he definitely overthought for me on this. Like the, I agree. From nine, for me, from nine to fourteen, I liked all those songs, and um. But before that, man, tense is cool. Um. The rest is just, yeah, it just doesn't connect, man. I don't really get the message. It was kind of random messages. You know what I and think? It wasn't. I think uh, fluid. Yeah, I think an issue for him, man. Something is off about like the mixing of his music to me. 
Yeah, and where, this for sure it was. Where, yeah, at least, because I haven't listened to him in detail before this. Mm-hmm. But this project to me, man, sometimes it felt like the beat was, like, fun and the beat had energy. And he just comes in and you don't really understand what he's saying because his the way his voice is, it's not that loud. It's not that clear what mm-hmm. he says. And he just you just kind of forget and you just kind of vibe to the beat because the beat's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of songs like that. Well, it's funny you say that because my next point was going to be, I don't, I'm done with artists using the same producer on the whole album. I'm I'm done with that. It's not good. It hasn't worked out well for me at all. And and you can tell that this um, specific producer is aged. He's been out the game. (laughs) <laughs> it's just you know for one full album like nah man you gotta at least come with like four or five singles before you could just do someone's whole album and i think you know who this is i know come on doc. aftermath uh, the aftermath guy come on doc this isn't it man i'll give i'll give him a little credit man i like this verse oh his verse was tough he probably ain't even write this shit though so <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but like, you the beats and the um, editing sounds old school, and maybe he meant to do that because Oxnard. This is supposed to be like going back to his childhood kind of thing, right? Yeah. It's like um, what's the one um, man? What's Drake's album with Nine and uh <laughs> uh? Ah, why did I forget, how did I forget that already? Wait, what are you talking about? Drake's album, if you're reading this, is too late? No, the next one. Oh, um... Uh, you you with me. What the fuck is wrong with me? Controller, <laughs> what is wrong with me? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Hotline Bling, what is wrong with me? <laughs> I'm naming the songs that I don't know the fucking title. Right. I'm but... tripping right now. Yeah. Views, God views. damn! Yes, views from the six. It was originally gonna be called, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, they they made fun of him for the the artwork. Right. the The problem with to me, they do this like um, nostalgic albums. I don't like how they come out, man, because they get too nostalgic, and it's like stuff we don't know what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's like if we don't know. Have you been to Oxnard before? Me? Yeah. No. Right. Neither have I. So there's no way I'm going to connect to Oxnard from listening to Anderson Pat. Yeah. And I feel like that's what he, him and Dre tried to do with this. Like really give us that Oxnard LA sound. And I didn't like it because I don't know. I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I do think some people will like this album. I mean, it's kind of been this thing for for him. He's kind of had his own loyal fan base, and, yeah, but, and that's kind of it. Yeah, but this album is so different from Malibu, and those who have heard Malibu, I'm sure will agree that this album is a lot different. And I, and I am no way saying this album is bad because it's not bad. I don't think it's a bad album. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just. Um, I think if this was the first time you heard Anderson, 
you may like it better than those who have heard him before. Because, um, well, no, I take that back. That might not be true. It's just for me, because I really, really like the other albums, and this is nothing like them, it's hard for me to like it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. how it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to Anderson Pack, though. I, I like him a lot. He's going to be on SNL the first, I think. Um, yeah, man, go listen to Malibu, everybody. I'm not saying don't listen to Oxnard, but go listen to Malibu, enjoy it, then listen no, to Oxnard. Th- this is one of those albums. Like this is, and he's one, like I said, he's one of those artists, man. He just, he's he's real different. He's real unique. So, like, some he's people. genre, for sure. Yeah, some people might really enjoy the sound. Yeah, they might, yeah. And then there and were if songs. You like Dre, you might like it. Yeah, there were songs here, man, that, like, hearing them, I was like, man, this this is fun. Like, I could listen to this in the background. Right. Yeah, like it, it. It sounded like if I was at a party mm-hmm. and a lot of people were talking, and I heard like this music, like background noise to the people talking, I would like it. I'm like, yo, yeah. what's this song? Yeah, this is nice. But I wouldn't, you know, play this on my iPod by itself, you know, and just just vibe, not the whole thing. But I definitely could picture me walking into a club or a party and this, you know, these beats playing. But, you know, I think Dre kind of stole the show, this album. Which Yeah. I don't know whose fault. I don't know purpose. who to blame for that. Yeah, I, don't, I think I blame Dre. Okay. <laughs> but, I, but, yeah, you're right. Because then you blame Anderson. Because, obviously, if Anderson didn't like it, he could say, Dre, I don't like that. Um, but I also think this was kind of Dre's, um, Dre's using this as his comeback kind of try out to see if he could still if he can do his thing because i mean when's the last time you heard something was produced by dre it's been a minute yeah so i, I think when he comes out of this is oh, it all produced all this this is kind of his dre. been he's kind of taken Pac under his wing though similar to what uh birdman has done with fucking jack weiss <laughs> Not, not not so quite much as, though. Not quite as intrusive, but it's the same. Like, well, it's, it's different because Anderson doesn't need Dre right. as much no, as Jacquees needs Birdman. But does Jacquees need Birdman? I said as much. He doesn't need him much either. But Anderson has. Okay. He's more talented in other aspects than Jacquees is. Only a good singer. Shit, I, I'll so. tell you, in my my for my taste. I listen to Jacquees for days before I touch Anderson Park. Oh, I, I would listen before this album. I sure I surely would, yeah. other than this album. But I'm saying Anderson is a really good drummer. He plays the guitar. He plays instruments. And Jacquees just sings. He just stands on well, stage from, and Well, from an artist's perspective, yeah, you can't compare with that. Yeah, that's why I say but for them to... Anderson could become an artist without Dre right now because okay. he has a band. But Jacquees would still have to be signed to somebody to yeah, do what he does. I got you. Whether it's Birdman or, you know, Irv, <laughs> anyone, you know. Whoever it but may I, be. Yeah, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, though, for sure. And I do agree. But, you know, it's it's a... I don't know. I'm done on Anderson, man. I don't want to talk about him no more. Uh, 
What else? What else did you listen to? Because I listen to some things too. You first. Um. Well, you know what I didn't listen to was "Caution" by Mariah Carey. So. <laughs> Thank um, you for telling us you did not listen. To I, that. I okay. passed on that one. Sorry, folks. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I gotta say, I checked out uh, another artist that released apparently, which this was last minute. I didn't even get a chance to tell you, but Montana of Three Hundred released a project. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. The uh, he years ago he killed the Chirac remix. I remember he was a big deal for that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, I've I've kept I've kept an eye out for him because I like I like his flow, I like his is the way he raps, man. It's real aggressive, real like talk your shit kind of rap. Yeah, and and this project is short, ten tracks, so uh-huh. you you don't really, you know, you, it doesn't go on for too long, even if it's not your sound. But I liked it. I, I had fun listening to it. But then again, I'm a fan, so I don't know how how I could really recommend it to somebody who's never heard it. Yeah, he you gotta ha- kind of have his taste. Yeah, uh, and I'll say like, he's if if you're into like aggressive rap, then then you yeah. probably will get something out of this. Mm-hmm. But you gotta like really be into like bars and and how the flow gets put together, like. So I. I, it's a good project, man. It's a lot better than Oxnard, I'll tell you that, for my ear. What's it called? It's called uh, A Gun in the Teacher's Desk. <laughs> I like it. It sounds good name, like it, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else? Um, I did check out... What else did I check out? I had it written down. It was a while ago. Right after our last episode, I listened to something. And, uh, have you ever heard of Joji? Yeah. I have. So. I've heard a lot of hype, but I didn't listen to it. I haven't listened to it. So, Ballads 1 is a project that I only ran into it because, uh, Pandora played a couple tracks from him. Mm Mm-hmm. And they sounded good. Um, so I was like, you know, fuck it, I'll check it out. Like you said before, it was a slow music week. Yeah. So, uh, and it's it's twelve tracks. I don't know, man. I recommend everybody listen to this because uh-huh. it's it's really different. It's really unique. Um, it sounds really like all the the songs change and they sound so different from the previous song, like almost like uh-huh. a completely different person made it. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, man, it's really creative. Uh, he sounds good. Uh, Trippy Red surprisingly is featured on here, and he sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's one of those weird projects that just just really caught my eye, and it sounded really good. It's gained a lot, it got a lot of hype. I've seen a lot of advertisements and stuff for it. I just yeah. never. There, there's a couple. Out. There's a couple. I'm not gonna go into it to like. I'm not gonna go into the hits, but. There's a couple tracks on there, man, that that are really quality. Go ahead, go into them. We got time. Uh, the trippy red track, R.I.P. Uh-huh. Was a standout. It's a little deep, so it might, it might be a little sensitive for some people, but um, in the other track I just loved was "Slow Dancing in the Dark." Mm-hmm. 
Um, and and all the other songs really had a good sound. Maybe the opening track might be a little, a little rocky. Uh, okay. I, I thought his he kind of tried to rap, and his flow was a little weird. Uh huh. And his voice was kind of weird. But after that, from song two to twelve, his voice was phenomenal. Oh, okay. So I don't know. It's a strange album, man. Like. I can't really compare it to anything else because it sounds different from everything else. Okay. But I would say it's an R&B album. I guess if I had to give some kind of description, I think it's mm-hmm. primarily an R&B album despite like the late like when I downloaded it, it told me hip hop and when I like read into it a little bit it said hip hop, but it really doesn't sound a lot like hip hop. Okay. All right, I'll peep. <clears throat> I'm down. The other thing I really wanted to come in and talk about that I fortunately I didn't get the chance to was uh, Underachievers dropped something. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I think it's After the Dark or maybe In the Dark, something like that. Was that this Friday? It might have been because I just okay. saw it like yesterday for the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah, After the Rain. Excuse me. That's what the project's called. Right. I'll definitely check it out by next episode. Okay. I like the cover. A little sunset view. Um, all right, after the rain and uh, ballads one. Yeah. And gun in the teacher's desk. Yeah. Everything okay. besides Oxnard, I enjoyed. To be honest with you. <laughs> and Oxnard, like, it's tough because I didn't hate it, but it's just I liked everything else, so it made it look a little bit worse. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense too. Um. Yeah, I, I I revisited something that was old, and I think I talked about it on here once, but I don't think I got into detail on how much I liked it. And since we don't have, you know, since we got time, um, it was a uh, Jermaine Elliott's "Sin for Me," and um, since Bryson Tiller man is taking forever to come out with an album, <laughs> if he's <laughs> If he's even coming out with one, I don't know. But Jermaine Elliott, for sure, if you like Bryson Tiller, you probably will like him because they're very similar, very um, similar vibe, uh, similar tone, subject matter, etc. He's nice, man. I really enjoyed this project. It's short. um, I think only seven songs. And... uh, Every song is pretty good. Like I, I didn't think it was any bad songs on here. I, it's one of those I can play on shuffle and just let it rock, and just enjoy everything. And it's smooth, easy to listen to. It was good, man. Um, like I said, if you like Bryson Tiller kind of vibe like that, uh, sound, I, I think you will enjoy uh, Jermaine Elliott. He's kind of new to the scene. Um, only has 3,000 monthly listeners so for those who like underground music he's another guy you know you may you may like I know a lot of people hype beasts would just like uh, <laughs> the rare music oh you haven't heard this man right. uh, check this out I, feel, I think a lot of guys get overhyped for that shit yeah and I don't think it's and their I, fault nah yeah I, I think he's someone that those people will really like so yeah, I'm not gonna call out any names though. Chance the rapper. <coughs> Excuse me. Exactly. Exactly. 
Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> really what slow music week. It to is. Be fair. Yeah, this is nothing really. Oxnard. I'll give I'll give Pac credit for this, man. Um, he dropped his project at a, on a perfect week. I know because no one else. Because I was I was so excited to hear it just for the simple fact that I was like, damn, I really don't got shit else to listen to. I think that hurt him though, because if it was another album that I was listening to, and I listened to that, I think if I didn't have so much focus into uh, critiquing it, okay, I probably yeah. would have liked it more. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's fair. Because I, I really did look at it with a microscope, opposed to like other weeks when there's like four albums that I have to listen to. I don't really microscope everything, at least not on the first two days, like this. I got you. Um, not saying it would be better, but I, I don't think I would have be so harsh. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you got any um? Music topics, man. Any pressing uh, uh, ideas? Pressing? Yeah. Uh, no, man. I I will say it's interesting to me. I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, so Offset is the last one to drop. Like his album's coming up. I don't know within the next month. I would assume. Yeah. Man, I was thinking Offset's on a lot of fucking songs this year. Yeah, bro. I like I just listen to random shit. And like like this weekend, I went out, so I heard a bunch of people playing random shit. Dude, mm-hmm. Offset has had a hand in fucking damn near every hip hop project this year. Yeah, he's, like every he's had a verse on a lot of things. Every like big artist that has dropped has featured him. Yeah, that's crazy to me, and and I'm really nervous that I feel like his album is gonna suffer because of that. It's gonna suffer. Why? Just because he's been culture two was disappointment. He's been like on everybody's fucking albums. You've heard him all year long. Like, like it's not oversaturated at at a certain point. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I feel like Migos have already gotten to that point as a group. Yeah. Where like, like take it was good for takeoff because he was out of nowhere. Quavo was a little bit different, obviously, because of that, it was kind of disappointing. But man, right. I'm really, I'm really nervous that I feel like this album could be really bad. <laughs> I don't think he will have. Uh, I think he'll have better features than the other two. Okay. Well, that could really turn it around. Have any features? Yeah, that could really him having good features could really turn it around too. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I don't know. I obviously, I have no information, but for some reason, I think that he works better with others. So I think he will have more features. Because I, honestly, I think he is the best as far as flows go out of the Migos. Now, I think Quavo is like the best artist because he's good at hooks and stuff. Yeah, but I think Offset is more versatile with his flow, with his cadence and stuff than. The other ones, um, okay. Quavo kind of has a similar sound in every song, but I think um, I like when Offset changes his tempo from fast to slow, or you know, um, turnt 
Yeah, and he and he's usually key. a good feature too. Like he's been on a lot of tracks, but he really hasn't hurt any of them. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. I can't think of one song that I like skip his verse on. Right. And I definitely skip the other Migos verses on stuff. Uh, Takeoff doesn't have a lot of guest verses, but Quavo for sure. I get enough of him on certain songs. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean, though. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. It's just like uh, I just feel like it could be a thing. It's good. And after, what's crazy is they're planning to drop uh, Culture 3 right after that. Yeah. Or like shortly after that. That seems insane to me. Yeah. And and I mean, guys could get away with it. Like like Moneybag Yo did that. He dropped three projects this year. And, and his third one was, in my opinion, his best one. This last one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they could pull it off. But I just, man, they just, they've been in the, like, in the front and center of attention in hip-hop for so long. Well, the other thing is, um, they talk about the same thing every song. So, I think that helps them because... There's not a lot of room for error when it's the same thing coming every time. Like how many times, how many different ways can you talk about trapping? And they, even though they repeat it, it sounds the same for them. You know, they, they don't switch it up enough for them to like fail. Cause that's one thing they're really good at doing. So they can keep doing it all the time. Cause that's all anyone ever listens to them for. Right. You know, we're not listening to them for ballads or, love songs so i think they'll be able to uh, keep doing that but i don't know man we'll see uh i am i'm gonna listen to the creed soundtrack in depth uh you do I just kind of skim through it but I'll, I'll listen to it in depth before next time we talk i'm excited uh, for the movie i gotta say oh really yeah i'm hearing I'm hearing like good things, not great, uh-huh. but like good things. If you're a fan of boxing movies, which I am, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm excited to check it out. It's been a little while since we've had like a real hit in the movies too. Like Venom made a lot of money, but was Venom a hit? No. Yeah. Venom was just like a cool, fun movie. Like I didn't really, like to be honest, I kind of forgot I saw it. Is Bohemian Rhapsody not a hit? No. Uh, it might be I, a, it I might remember. be a hit for like fans, but right to me well, it isn't a hit. Queen fans or for Freddie Mercury? Uh, yeah. And I, I'm uh, not hearing too good things. Like, like I'm hearing that they didn't really go into like the really dark part of his life. Uh, well, see, that's why I didn't want to see it because I I thought I would just it would just kind of make me sad to see that stuff. Yeah, and it's and it's like I'm I wasn't really a big Mercury guy. Kind of mm-hmm. I didn't never got the chance to like check him his music out, but I, I'm I'm a big fan of him as like an icon, but the tragedy I I don't I don't really want to hear about it again. You know, once yeah. I heard the full story of the tragedy, I don't ever want to hear it again. I definitely wouldn't want to see it, you know? You know what frustrated me um, that was like a little detail that I knew about him is that he worked on songs with uh, 
uh, Michael Jackson. Yeah. But from what I read in the movie, they really don't go into it. Like, they mention that he's in the studio at some point, but they never really, like, touch on it. See, this is why I pray they do not make a Prince movie. Hmm. They will. Because there's so much stuff they would... they could leave out Right I don't want them to do it You know How do you fit 40 albums in a movie Just like they're doing with him There's well, so yeah, much other things They've done the, You that's can't That's what the thing is Like they, that's what people are saying About this movie Is that like You get to go through his hits And he performs them really well And it sounds awesome But like that's That's kind of it Yeah I'll pass <laughs> I'll, I'll catch that When I could see it for free uh, oh, did you listen to the 24 Hours album? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't either. He dropped an album? <laughs> yeah. I, did, I probably um, will check it out at some point. You listened to Made in Tokyo, right? I did, yeah. Did we talk about that already? I mentioned it, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the fan base got exactly what they want. Okay. More bangers. Okay. Um, City Girls, the girls on uh, In My Feelings dropped their album. You don't need to reach for, for projects that to be excited for. <laughs> I, no, I, I admire you trying to do that, but... Uh, no, I'm just saying albums that we skipped. So okay. I'm making sure people know okay. there are albums that we just didn't listen to. Uh, just in case I'll, I'll say this goes. I missed the Chainsmokers uh, like project that they released recently they're one of the, the singles they're one yeah. of the few like mainstream I guess whatever the genre they are I still like them yeah like I'll pop for slash I electronic be, I know they'll have one on the radio for sure yeah I gotta say man uh, like several a bunch of episodes ago I shouted out the Halsey single without me yeah, and it's number so, one on the charts yeah, right let's now. Yeah, let's way up on the charts. That's so good, yeah. I, I was, I was hip. Yeah, I like that. Uh, we could yeah, talk about the call. garbage news if you want. I really, I was, I really news. didn't want to get into it. I kind of changed my mind about it, but oh, <laughs> good. I don't have anything to say about it, man. So I'll set it. I, uh, the person I'm talking about is DJ Academics, <laughs> and uh, if you if you don't know, which I didn't until you sent me that, he's uh-huh. uh, he's he's recording music with um, with Takashi Six Nine under the moniker Lil Act. Right. <laughs> and take from that what you will. I mean. He's a he's a content creator, mm-hmm. so uh, you know if you're looking for a bullshit reason to explain why he did this, there it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, but he's a he's a trash like like persona to me. Like I don't know, I don't have an issue with him as a person, like because I, I really don't know him, obviously. Right. But to me, man, everything I see or hear about him or including him. Or involving him on social media, like he just looks like a piece of shit. Right. He he manipulates like news to 
to kind of say dramatic shit. He did it on Everyday Struggle, man. There was they had guests constantly coming in, fucking coming for him and and coming at him for random shit he said. Um, right. Yeah, man, and he always like he he always does little shit like he had the little issue with the chick uh, back in the day. Uh, she like rose. She like turned him down on 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 his stream or something, and that was like a big deal. Yeah. And that was such a like that was such a grimy like nasty moment because it was so creepy. And he just he just seems like a fucking creepy dude. Yeah, like he just comes off that way. Right. And I feel like he does that as like like that's like his persona. Uh-huh. But like I mean he couldn't have done a more trash like thing in his career. Like if you had told me like what's next for DJ Academics? If you had told me their what's answer next? would be rapping with Takashi 69, like I would have fucking slapped you. Like what is <laughs> That's retarded. Right. Right. So, I mean and Takashi six nine. I mean, like, what do you, what do you want from that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't, it just I don't I, it just pissed me off, man. He's I, I'm not a fan of his at all. So. Me neither. Um, I I don't like how. You know, we we trash stuff sometimes. You know, we say some stuff is trash, but we never. We rarely say that it's trash for everyone, you know? Yeah. And we never really talk bad about the artists. Right. Um, and academics, man, for someone who does nothing but play video games, <laughs> it, it's not like, I don't really like how he comes across as like everyone's friend, but he's really not their friend. Um, I don't know, man. He's just a glorified groupie to me. Yeah, he, he's uh, like, he sucks I, everybody yeah and he's kind of like he just he's a obvious hype beast yeah he's like the poster child for hype beast right because he'll hop on every like trend that's like a big thing and yeah so uh he's kind of like he's one of those guys man i really don't like so i, I try not to like keep an eye out for yeah. So really, if you hadn't sent me that, I wouldn't know that shit. Yeah. Um. Shout out, little act. <laughs> Never from not from this podcast. <laughs> as long as I'm a member of this podcast, we're not shouting out little act. I can tell you that. <laughs> I got you, little act. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have to discuss that. I'm a skip. He got Joe Harris's shout out. <laughs> that, right, that's true. All right, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I'll take um, that. Uh, yeah, man. Since we're talking about Creed, um, I'm I, I'm not a big Rocky fan, I guess. So I, I don't really care about Creed. I think it's gonna be interesting to see what happens, but. Um, I feel bad because another podcast I heard kind of said this, and I wanted to say it first, but they beat me to it. I actually I have said it already on here. I, Michael B. Jordan, man, I just don't really know. Like I want to like him bad, he just doesn't do enough for me. I like him, but I'm starting to see it from how you're seeing it. And I, I just, said it a while he's ago. He's kind of right? one. He's kind of one note. 
Yes. He's kind of yeah, like... And, and, and he's one speed. He's kind of Fruitvale Station all the time. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Like, and he's always that. He, maybe because he did fantastic in there, he thinks, like, that's the only way he can do good. And that's fine. But, you know, it just means I don't have to like him. Because, yeah. Yeah. Fruitvale Station was great by itself. But right. I don't need to see... Uh, Oscar Grant every time I see Michael Yeah, and B. he, he kind of taps into that role for everything he does. Yeah, he does. And it, yeah. It's re- it's starting to get kind of, uh, like you said, one note. Like, just stiff to me. Yeah. Um, but I do think Creed, I do think it'll be pretty good. It's just, you know, it's kind of predictable to me, though. That's the only thing about the... All the Rocky movies were predictable to me. Yeah, that, but that's a thing um, with fighting movies, man. That's been a thing. Yeah, it is. It is. Somebody got to win, you know. Right. And usually how the movie goes, you you can tell who's going to win before the movie's over, you know. Uh, because the drama builds up and then you kind of know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, man, I, I am interested in it. I probably won't see it in the theaters. But I don't know. I might. I might catch it. I might catch it. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan, man. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah, man. I'll That's tell you what I Michael got. B. Jordan does, man. This man motivates me to work out. I know, right? He Fuck, gets man. He, he's, <laughs> he's got huge this year. Yeah. Yeah. His dietician. I, I watched his... Uh, Hot Ones Challenge. Right, right. Talking about his dietitian. Shout out to Hot Ones. Hot Ones is cool. Man. That's a that's I a like, fire like idea. It is, and they ask good questions. Right. Like, uh, he's talking about the how he can only drink the almond milk, and mm-hmm. you know the workouts, the diet, all of that. I thought that was pretty cool. You know. Have you noticed but that as like a trend? Like late night hosts are doing it, where they're playing games with. Uh, with like people that are coming in where it's really cool man yeah it's starting like interviews are a lot more entertaining to watch a lot of the time now i think it's a really cool trend yeah and i think is getting more um what's what am i what's the word i'm looking for uh not stylish but it's getting like cooler to be real again yeah for a while being real and being vulnerable was like uncool for celebrities, mm-hmm. and now it's getting kind of cool again. Yeah, Maybe it's the hipster I like that. craze is kind of doing it. I like that. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, because you know people are coming out the house without trying to, be, you know, be ready for camera shots. Like, um, what's the guy? Jonah Hill comes out the house now, like, hmm, right. and gets shots of him just in sweats and it's just whatever like he's chilling yeah but like they, people have honest conversations now and i'm glad that that's back in style because for a while it wasn't you know yeah and i think um i think that late night hosts are using that to their advantage and putting these artists in situations where they gotta be artists in you know actors and celebrities in situations where they got to be kind of real you know yeah and the you know they're, they're cool with it um yeah i'm sick of the phony interviews for sure 
I'm, yeah, I like I watched uh, uh, sometimes when I get up and my mom in the morning she likes to watch those like morning talk shows where it's just like a couple girls and they'll they'll discuss news and then they'll bring in the guest and they'll just talk to the guest about the movie and it's like yeah. it, it looks so boring to me I'm like dude like I like you I like you talking about the news because like you know there's it, there's always interesting news yeah. But, like, it just looks so stiff when you just talk to them about, you know, obviously they're there to promote. Like, that's just stiff yeah. to me. Yeah. Shout out to Troy Sivan. He was on Good Morning America the other day mm-hmm. Um, while we're on this subject. But, yeah, I agree, though. It is. It is stiff. It's phony. Uh, yeah, they just say whatever. Yeah, like, little, thi- little things like what Ellen did to Diddy. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody's seen that at some point. And I'm sure Diddy knew he was knew it was gonna happen. I would yeah, still did it. Wouldn't be surprised if they kind of planned it out. Because it, it also I mean, I'm not saying he knew how it was gonna happen, but he she probably said I'm gonna scare you on stage. Um so it speaks to the relationship with the host. Yeah. I think. I think a lot of these ho- a lot of these hosts are becoming more like personable, uh, more kind of relatable. Man, and, and they're doing a really good job. Yeah, they are. Because you yeah. wouldn't think, you wouldn't think with what it is like. There's t- two to three late night shows going on at once. Mm-hmm. For all two to three of them to be popular. Yeah. Because I feel like every late night show has its own like fan base almost. Yeah, it it does. Because you know what, um, like Leno when Leno was mm-hmm. late night, Leno was like so cool. <laughs> he wasn't vulnerable at all, and I it's think funny, that's it's funny. Re- it's funny. Leno was one of my least favorite. Yeah, he's one of my least favorite too. But yeah. when I say he was so cool, I'm saying he thought he was so cool. Right. Like he would never do the stuff that they do now, and um, I think that's part of the reason. Uh, what's his name? With the red hair. Uh. Oh, Conan? Conan is still kind of behind. Like, he's getting passed by these other he, guys. He Gordon is. Yeah. and Fallon. And those guys are just funny dudes, man. Like, Corden doesn't care about anything. I also... Kimmel's another one who's... Uh, I think he's transitioned well with the times. Yeah, and he started out as a funny guy, too. And he is getting better. He, he kind of plays as a... I don't like Kimmel because he kind of plays the smart alecky thing. Yeah, and kind of like lets other people be dumb. He does do that. Just, yeah, and, and I don't like that, but it works. I admit that it works. Yeah. Obviously, it works because it is entertaining. Um, but Fallon and and Corden both are just silly guys, and they are willing to be silly with whoever you know. If Corden like has no can't be embarrassed. You know it's tough, man. Fallon got a bad uh, bad rep for like his interviews early on. Yeah. Because everybody was coming for him for his laugh and whatever. Yeah. But I got to say, man, he's probably one of my favorites to watch, like, play games with other, uh, like, other celebrities. Yeah. Because you know, he's, he's an improv king. Right. He, yeah, he's a good dude. He's one of the improv legends, for sure. Saturday I also Live. watched his, his interview on a Breakfast Club recently. <laughs> he was on the Breakfast Club? Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh yeah, man, he's a cool dude. It was interesting. Like I never heard like him just kind of talk about stuff. Yeah. Like normally not in like a comedy show. Right. 
Right. Uh, so it, it was interesting. Yeah, that, that is cool. Did, did he say anything worth noting? No, I mean, he kind of like, he kind of uh, confirmed what I thought, which is the late night, like, host life is so difficult. There's so much going yeah. on. There's like so much, so much they're trying to do. I mean, you, you have to run a show five times a week. Yeah. Like, that is insane. To, yeah, to be and to be consistently good for like decades like that's man the dedication it takes to do that and and, yeah, and, and granted please to, to be fair there's like huge teams behind these these hosts right um but, i have a um, family friend who uh is a producer for bill maher okay and she talks about how hectic it is man and, i mean he's not a daily thing but even him weekly is hectic. Yeah, he's on HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. He's the yeah, like I, he's the political one, right? Everything is politics yeah. and religion with him, or yeah. anti-religion, I think maybe. Yeah, r- rarely it's more more politics. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, I wa I watched Pusha T go on there one time, and it was really interesting. Wow. I like when he has rappers on there. John Legend's on there a lot. Um. Uh, someone, someone else big was on there. I, I don't think Ti was on there. Well, another big rapper was on there. I thought it was interesting. He lets a lot of those guys. Um, uh, he lets a lot of celebrities. He, I like how he puts a celebrity and a, uh, and a politician on there at the same time. Okay, that's cool. Them. Yeah, because like John Legend was like really in an argument with a politician. It was it was interesting. Uh, I, you. You kind of when you we know artists and celebrities so much for their craft, we forget how intelligent they are. Yeah. And I forget I forgot how smart John Legend was. Like he's a really smart dude. And I didn't think he was dumb, but um hearing how smart he is is fun to hear, you know. Yeah, I got you. Uh, but yeah, man. I uh that's a good that was a good observation about the Late night host, man. I you know what I think. think about that. Speaking of a little bit more on talk shows, mm-hmm. I think uh, the the Bill Simmons show that came to HBO maybe like a year or two ago. Yeah. I don't know if it's still going on. I feel like it's not. Uh, yeah, I think I think it did stop. Yeah. I th- I think people missed missed that one. Like. I do too. Because I think his he's whip. he's an interesting guy. Like I like his. He's one of the few. Um, sports opinions where like, like he he'll he'll surprise you every now and then. Yeah. Do you do you go on the website, The Ringer? No, not so much. Is he on there? It's, a, it's his website. Oh, it's really. I did not know that. Yeah, it's good, man. I mean, I've noticed I love stuff the from there. On there. Yeah, I've yeah, noticed yeah. a lot of stuff from there. Yeah. I, well, like I don't know if he's like the founder, but I know he's the main writer. Okay. Um. He has good articles on there, man. Really interesting takes, and I, I really enjoy. That's probably out of all the article like um, websites I go to, I probably go to that one the most. They had a nice one about the Wizards on there. <laughs> of course, want to peep. But yeah, man, the Ringer. Shout out to the Ringer. Shout out to Bill Simmons. They did miss that show. It was a good show. Yeah, he had he had and, really cool guests too. I remember. Yeah. I remember he got KD like right after I think he moved to uh, Golden State. Oh yeah. 
which I thought was like, and, and nobody really got like watched it or cared. Like I was like, what? what? That's shocking to me. Why did he leave ESPN? He he used to say controversial shit. I I read about it like on several different instances. He got suspended. Yeah. For like, and it wasn't even it wasn't so much controversial. I guess it is controversial in nature, but. It was kind of one of those things where it's just tough to talk about. Yeah. So, like, I guess ESPN had an issue with him even approaching it. Because I think one of them had something to do with, like, women not getting paid enough or something in sports. Which yeah. is a, a valid thing to talk about. But, like, is it going to change? Probably not. So. Right. I got you. Yeah. Uh, Van Gundy kind of took his random thought role. I used to yeah. like him when Bill Simmons had random thoughts, though. Because he called games, too, sometimes, right? I think so. Yeah. Seems yeah. like it's so long ago. That Van Gundy's a great that. commentator, though. Yeah, he is. That little, that little trio they got of uh, uh, Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, and um, and Mike Breen. Yeah. They're, they're a good trio of commentators, man. Yeah, they separated Mark and um, Van Gundy. They, they did recently. Yeah, yeah. That's poo. They better get that right yeah. come playoff time. Oh, they will. Yeah. Adam Silver probably, better figure that out. Probably deep. <laughs> I don't think he has anything. <laughs> right? Yeah, he probably delegates <laughs> that nonsense. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, maybe he does. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Long season, man. I'm, it's an exciting season, though. Yeah, I'm having fun with it, man. And I think yeah. I think the co- this college season, outside of Duke, I, I think there's a lot of competition for that second spot. Yeah, I, think I definitely so think there will be teams that shock, like teams that'll get better, obviously, as the season goes on. Yeah, I, I think my prediction, again, I think it'll be a team that isn't supposed to beat Duke that beats Duke. I think it'll be like a team that, I mean, not Central Michigan, but <laughs> um, or Eastern Michigan, whatever it was. I think it'll be a team like kind of uh, like a Butler kind of team. Uh, that's fair. And a Butler's good because they're always, they're always primed to upset somebody. It's going to be one of those upset teams that get some North. Is it Northwestern? That, is that the purple one, Northwestern? I think so. That's one of them, yeah. They they beat somebody big every year. Yeah, there was another purple like top ten. There was year. another purple team that used to that had like a good tournament run a couple years ago. Uh, uh, I can't remember, but I remember they beat uh, they beat Xavier at the buzzer. Who was it? Like Saint something maybe. Um, a couple well, years ago, it doesn't matter. But yeah, like I a mean, Cinderella team, you think will beat them? Uh, Duke, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I think so. I, I think that's who that's who Duke will lose. So they'll they'll come in thinking it's gonna be easy pickings, and then all of a sudden, you know, they get worked. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think coaching will have a really like obviously it always does, but like some like I think this year is a little less. There's not as many like proven like NBA prospects, right? So it's gonna come down to teams kind of figuring it out together and hopefully coaches uh you know doing doing what they could do have i got into coach k on the podcast before i don't think so i like coach k 
Okay, next time. <laughs> yeah, save that next one. Next time for sure. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely nice. get into it when they lose to that team that you're uh, sure they'll lose to. <laughs> no, nah, I'll get into it before that because it's less about that. Just remind me next time. We, we have you. Unicorns and Coach K for sure. Uh, I'll say this. Yeah. Last thought for me. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit further in uh, Daredevil. Yeah. I'm a little like past the halfway point. Uh huh. Must watch. If you're if you're a fan of Daredevil, if you're not a fan of Daredevil, uh, this the the story in this season is phenomenal, man. Like after episode, hey, I think. You talking about the newest season. Newest season, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Season three, man. The storyline just after episode like three or four, it's just yeah. it's intense the entire time. Like it hasn't slowed down for me yet. Wow. So okay, and this is this is what happens on there is post defenders, right? Yes. Timeline. I'll I'll like I'll he wakes up right after the defenders basically because obviously, well I'm not gonna spoil it, but something happens in the defenders that. That, oh, spoil that. If they haven't seen that by now, they're just not going to All right, it. spoiler alert. Uh, Daredevil <laughs> supposedly... Yeah, in the Dare, in Defenders, Daredevil supposedly dies. Right. The building, like, he, he blows up in the building with a... Uh, collapses on him, right? Yeah, with his, his lady, yeah. uh, Electra. But the season starts, he wakes up. I mean, obviously, he wakes up, and, and it goes from there. Right. Okay. I'll say uh, also maybe a, a minor spoiler, but it's it's surprising that this is my favorite season because Daredevil is probably at his weakest in this season. Right. Okay. Like it's it's just the storyline is really impressive. Yeah. Okay. All right. I might take it. I you know I never I never even started Daredevil honestly. Oh, I I'd recommend it. Yeah. It's. It got so hyped so early, I didn't want to. And I think the first couple episodes I watched, and I wasn't really into it. But I definitely will now, especially since all the other defenders are ending. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so it's much. just it's really grounded. It's one of those, and I think all all the characters were to an extent. Yeah. And that that doesn't always hit with. I mean, he's the only one who wears a costume. Right, but I still think this is the best of the four shows. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not saying too well, much. But well, I know Pun- it, I Punisher, know maybe not Punisher. I really like Punisher. Punisher is a likable uh, character too. Yeah, I like I like Punisher, the the character himself. Um, and that actor is is built to play that role. Yeah, he the, is the Walking saw, Dead guy. I met him at an airport one time. I can't remember. What is he, is he has like, like? He's a little dude, man. Is he really? <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. looks so like intimidating in movies all the time. Oh no, he is not wow. intimidating at all. That's crazy to me. <laughs> That's one of those yeah. weird things where like your celebrity doesn't really match what you kind of assume. Which I mean, it's kind of unfair anyway. But still, yeah, that's funny. I, I didn't like really speak to him because I I hadn't. This is before Punisher, so I didn't really know him, like, well enough for me to say, "Oh, I like that movie you're in" or something. Yeah. I just recognize his face. I'm like, "Oh, I know, I know him. He's the, 
and I saw someone else go and talk to him, and I was like, oh yeah. I went and like shook his hand, but I didn't, you know, I didn't. Know I would have got a picture. I fuck with him. Yeah, see, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to be that guy and no, not know. It's tough who to I had ask. With, you know? It's tough to yeah. ask. No, but it's different when like I like him. I didn't necessarily like him. Oh, okay. That's why. That, I, that's, yeah, that's why fair. I didn't get the picture. Yeah. Be like, oh yeah, I got a picture of this guy. I really didn't even know his name. I still don't remember his name, but I definitely didn't want to be the dude to say, yeah, I got this picture with this guy, and like, who is it? Um. I don't know, but you know, <laughs> you know, I didn't want. You're to looking do that. for John Bernthal. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, but like. I'm I'm saying at the time I didn't want to do that. Be that dude. I like Just him, man. He's he's an up and coming actor, man. I think, I think he's gonna do some good shit in the next few years. Yeah, I do too. I like when he plays. Um, I saw him play a cop in something, or like a detective. I'm trying to remember what it was. He was uh he was the. Like I guess the villain for a little bit in Walking Dead. Nah, it wasn't Walking Dead though. What else was I'll he? Remember, in? I'll probably remember next time. But he had a lot of small roles and stuff. Yeah, he has. Like he had the yeah. tiniest role I, the other day, and uh, I saw in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, like he that was in there be- for the sh- like for these tiny ass scenes, which was hilarious. Yeah, but it was so funny to me. Yeah. It, it is funny that he plays so physically imposing. He, and he's, I mean, he has a good height for an actor, but he's not like, at least at that time, because that was before Punisher too. So he might have pulled a Michael B. Jordan. So I, he wasn't that big though. It wasn't like scary or anything. But uh, yeah. Oh. All right. <clears throat> you want to introduce your gym? Yeah, I mentioned Montana of 300 before. I just I thought I'd give a little taste of what he sounds like. Uh, let the listeners see if they're if they'll be willing to check him out. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm thankful I'm not up in prison I wanted to roll it One with the diamonds They 
bitch listen, I had to get fly on them bitches Don't worry about haters, I'm sliding with blinkers And after that, probably go sliding They bitches were squeezing them tools And there wasn't no pliers I'm gripping this ball, used to fire them bitches Remember when I was hustling Strapped up back and forth Spreading money on expensive clothes Flexing, cracking holes Stacking dough, rolling up on hops uh-huh. Letting ratchets blow up in a beast That's the one still living And go I stay home That was a good change of pace from Montana. Yeah, man. <clears throat> like a, it was gangster, but it's still, uh, you know, he put a little auto tune in there and yeah, he mixed it up. Yeah, he did. He mixed I think that's good to sure. keep it fresh, so the flow doesn't kind of get stale, and you know, the whole album is gonna sound the same at that point. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You got any uh, anything else to go? Go with man. No nah, man. Cloud uh, closing news. Uh, uh, shout out to the Spurs for being the Warriors. Okay. And shout yeah. out to uh, Boban Marjanovic from the Los Angeles Clippers for rocking a fire uh, Balenciaga sweatshirt on the NBA game time. <laughs> That's it for me. Uh... I'm surprised anything fits him, man. Right. That's he has a like his whole fit looks good. Okay. I gotta say somebody's, this. I'm shocked. Somebody's helping him out. True. Somebody got his back. I'm sure. Uh all right, man. As usual. Oh, when do you think we're coming back since it's uh Thanksgiving coming up? You guys um, you guys do Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. We uh I don't know if I'll, I doubt I'll be able to go Wednesday night. Nah, me neither. So. But Sunday night I should be fine. Next Sunday. 
All right, so we'll be back in a week, everybody. Yeah, um, for now, just because it's holidays, and yeah, I got I got some personal shit going on, so. Yeah. Everyone enjoy your Thanksgiving. Be safe. Don't eat too much. Uh, Check out the uh, the NFL games. Usually the Thanksgiving games are pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always like when shows, cartoon cartoons and like real shows parody the thanksgiving um football games i think it's funny <laughs> like american dad and family right. guy do a good job the other cartoons they do you know kids cartoons do a good job too of the football games so um, uh yeah man um yeah so next week we'll be back I feel like we missed something though. I feel like we were gonna talk Some about big something. big news topic. Uh no, nah, I guess I don't not. know, man. We'll bring it up next week if, if we miss it. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Um Man, I I was thinking of a throwback and um I was thinking a lot of my favorite throwbacks I've already played. So Yeah, I'm kinda in the same boat. <laughs> you are. And even the artists, like I don't wanna be repeating artists. Uh but I do have one man. Um I when I first heard this not when I first heard this, but when I first heard the song that's like this, I was really disappointed, man. Cause I Growing up, I remember going to school when this was like a hit, it playing on the radio every single day. And uh, I don't think it gets enough credit for the GOAT. Um, maybe not the GOAT, but a GOAT. Cosmic Carlos. Uh, so yeah, man, on our way out, throwback. Uh, we'll catch you guys a week from now. Enjoy Thanksgiving again. And... Uh, Turn up the sound system to the sound of Carlos Santana in the GMB Ghetto Blues from the Refugee Camp.
Man, you making that guitar 